RC Top 3, a weekly podcast of the top three stories from Regnum Christi. The Chosen. Dear friends, NASA's James Webb Telescope began sending jaw-dropping images of our cosmos in mid-July. It revealed numerous galaxies beyond our current knowledge, new stars, constellations, and planets billions of light-years away. To even begin to grasp the magnitude of these discoveries, consider that scientists say it would take us 37,200 Earth years to travel one light year. In one interview, I heard the scientists relate how what we were seeing was but a speck in size from our atmosphere, a mere grain of sand. And yet, in that grain of sand, countless new stars and galaxies never before seen were present. The images are breathtaking. The universe is so vast that we are seeing images from 13.6 billion years in the past. Wow! Marveling at the images, I thought of God's promise to Abraham as he looked up at the night sky. I will bless you and make your descendants as numerous as the stars in heaven and as the sands on the seashore. Genesis chapter 22, verse 17. Abraham probably had no idea how many stars were really out there. The God who created this incredible universe I see before my eyes. He created my very being. Yes, the stars and galaxies are incredible. But God loved us, his human creatures, so much that he became one of us, suffered for us, and died for us, so we could spend all of eternity in heaven with him. He made the universe and everything in it. But he chose us. He made us in his image and likeness. The beauty of creation revealed by the telescope is mind-blowing, but to God, the beauty of every human person is more precious. When you go to sleep tonight, take a moment to look at the stars and remind yourself, the God who made the universe chose to make you in His image and likeness. You are His chosen. Yours in the heart of Jesus, Donna. Memory, Identity, and Spiritual Direction Memory is in the plan of God. It is meant to be able to shape our identity as sons and daughters of God. What is memory? The memory is not just stored data or facts. Memory, in the human sense, is a lingering experience. Because we exist in time, that is, we are born, we grow, we age, Memory is something that allows us to embrace meaning from our experiences. The experiences that linger tend to be the ones that have the most meaning for us. They shape our life and our person. We can remember the details of an event when it is important. It has an effect on us that stirs within and has an ongoing influence on us. It is the holding on to the experience of God, or rather, allowing the experience of God to hold us, our mind, hearts, and will that forms our identity. We are shaped by the experiences of life and how those memories hold us are constitutive of our lived identity. Memory, in turn, is also affected by our identity. Who we are also helps us to experience things in a certain way. Remembering the events that define. Memory is not going back in time or living in the past, but a holding on and retaining of certain experiences here and now with God. Reading sacred scripture 
helps us to remember the stories that define us. Scripture is a recounting of events within the narrative of what God is doing in history, ultimately leading to the fullness of His revelation, Jesus Christ. Memory is, in some way, meant to prepare us for this encounter with Christ. Other ways for us to remember God's presence in history are the spiritual exercises and the liturgical calendar of the Church. Do this in memory of me. Luke chapter 22, verse 19. Christ reveals Himself gradually and progressively in Scripture, through real events and experiences that the disciples learned to remember, lingering with them and turning them over in their hearts. Christ institutes the Eucharist as the ultimate living memory of Himself. It makes present what Christ did for us. The Eucharist is the incarnation of the memory of God, which is why it is the source and summit of the Church's life. Mary teaches us memory. We learn what it means to hold on to memories by the example of Mary. In Luke chapter 2, we see that Mary kept all these things, reflecting on them in her heart. Verse 19. And later, he went down with them and came to Nazareth, and was obedient to them. And his mother kept all these things in her heart. Verse 51. Mary held on to these events of revelation like a treasure taking care that nothing be lost. It is being held by these memories that deepens her faith and awareness of God's presence in the concrete circumstances of her life. Our life is also a series of events or revelations of God. To live with faith is to live the reality of our lives as the action of God. St. John Paul II calls Mary the memory of the Church. She remembers the events of God and allows herself to be deeply shaped by them. Theological memory is to carry our experience in hope. We see time and time again in Scripture that after momentous events, such as in the life of Moses, Tobit, Hannah, or Mary, that there is a canticle of praise and thanksgiving to God, remembering what He has done. Learning to pray with the events of our life in the same way helps us hold their meaning. How to Remember we must give ourselves the time and space to discover the meaning of God's action in our lives. Some ways that we can do that is journaling or a spiritual diary, which can help to express, process, and remember the movements of one's interiority. A spiritual life map or the examine prayer can also help us to actively remember God's action over the course of our life or in the happenings of our daily life. Prayer is ultimately an exercise of bringing our experiences to God to allow Him to speak into them and help us discover their meaning. Spiritual direction is a particularly privileged place of unpacking the events and situations of our life in faith, hope, and love. It helps us to hold on to events and situations theologically, retelling them in the light of faith, hope, and love, and allowing us to see the divine meaning they have. Spiritual direction helps us become more fully aware of God's plan in our life. Are you called to accompany others as a spiritual director? Check out Divine Mercy University's Spiritual Direction Certificate for more information. Jose Mateos starts new role at Finisterre University. During the month of May, Jose Mateos Brito, LCRC, landed in Chile to take up the position of Vice Rector of Integral Formation at the University Finisterre.
His link with Chile comes from the beginnings of his life in Regnum Christi, when he was an RC missionary in Viña del Mar in 1993 and 1994. José Mateos is from Mexico. He grew up and went to school in Monterrey, in the north of the country. He met Regnum Christi through a fellow student at college, who invited him to missions while he studied for a career in architecture in 1990. The next year, he decided to join Regnum Christi. Why did you choose the vocation of a lay consecrated man? When I was a co-worker in Viña del Mar, I understood Regnum Christi as a vocation. I saw clearly that the Holy Spirit was acting through it, and that it was a gift from God that answered the needs of that moment in history and changed the lives of people. That was in July of 1994, when I realized that many young people were confused and rejected the faith, with very bad reasons, and all because they didn't have anyone to explain the truth to them. In that moment, I felt the call to consecrate my life to God in Regnum Christi. It was very clear and powerful. I knew I had to consecrate myself to this, and I did not feel called to the priesthood. How did your family accept your decision to lead a life as a lay consecrated man? It was a process, since they were in Mexico, and at that time communication was not as simple and immediate as it is now. It was not easy to process this decision together under these circumstances. Nevertheless, little by little my family understood what God was calling me to, and they all ended up supporting my vocation. This took some time, but I am very grateful for their support. How can we evangelize the youth of today? I think that John Paul II left us a clear example. We need to enter into a new evangelization, which does not mean taking on new initiatives, communication strategies, social media use. It means that the Church needs to ask itself how it is living the faith. When I say the Church, I don't mean the hierarchy. I principally mean all the faithful, the laity and priests. Is our manner of living the faith convincing, coherent, and attractive? Are we witnessing to the kingdom of Christ with our manner of life? I think that we have to know how to present, as Benedict XVI would say, the beauty and rationality of our faith. But I think it's especially about showing others the beauty of the truth in the faith. I believe that we make a mistake when we think that we are going to move the hearts of others through intellectual arguments. These foundations are necessary, yes, but affections, I don't mean emotions, but affections, not ideas, are what touch me most deeply in my heart, my deepest existential needs, what move people. What is living your vocation in Chile like? I am very excited. Chile is the country where I had the experience of being a co-worker, which deeply marked my life. Here is where I discovered my vocation. Furthermore, I admire and value many aspects of this great country and its people. For me, it is also an opportunity for renewal after so many years of living and carrying out my apostolate in Mexico, to begin again, to leave behind my comfort zone, and trust much more in the charism, in the promise of God and His call. This helps to renew me deeply. In this first month, I have felt very well received by all my brothers and sisters at Ringham Christi, legionaries, consecrated women, lay consecrated men, and lay members. His work at the Finisterre University. Jose Mateos, LCRC, is an architect of the Technological and Graduate Studies Institute of Monterrey and studied a degree in family sciences 
at the John Paul II Pontifical Theological Institute for Marriage and Family Studies, both of which are located in Mexico. For more than eight years, he occupied the role of Secretary General of the Anahuac University of Northern Mexico. Before arriving in Chile, he served as the Territorial Director of the Lay Consecrated Men of Regno Christi for Mexico and the United States. In the communique of Finis Terre University, which announces his appointment as Vice-Rector of Integral Formation, it explains that the goal of that position is to promote in the university community, especially among the students, the identity and mission contained in the mission statement, ensuring the formation of integral persons who, through their intellectual and professional preparation, human and spiritual formation, and their social consciousness, will be agents of social and cultural change, according to Christian values. For more resources, visit www.regnumchristi.org or download the Regnum Christi English app today.